Choose Health with Holistic Health Life Coach Linda LaCoax, offering you advice to choose a lifestyle that benefits your body and your mind. Insights that help you choose health. It's finally warmed up outside, and with that comes the wonderful opportunity of being able to participate in all kinds of outdoor activities. Here in Middle Tennessee, we have a whole host of things to choose from, but let's focus on one for now, hiking, specifically barefoot hiking. Before we get into this too deep, let's talk about how feet developed over time. Elijah McCoy invented an improvement to the rubber heel. The first rubber-soled shoes, called plimisoles, were developed and manufactured in the United States in the late 1800s. According to an article on the history of footwear from allthatisinteresting.com, even in Europe's early Baroque period, women's and men's shoes were actually very similar, though fashions and materials differed among social classes. For common folk, heavy black leather heels were the norm, and for aristocrats, the same shape was crafted out of wood. Prior to that, people were basically wearing a soft sock that allowed the foot its full range of motion and use of its muscle structure. At this point in history, shoes have become more ergonomic, but they still restrict movement of all the muscles, joints, and structures in the foot unless you're wearing barefoot footwear. Each foot is made up of 28 bones, 30 joints, and more than 100 muscles. Tendons, ligaments, all of which work together to provide support, balance, and mobility. Placing your foot in a restrictive shoe, especially at an early age, can cause multiple health issues over time. It will take approximately 18 years for a child's foot to fully develop. At birth, the foot contains 22 partially developed bones. By school age, this number increases to about 45. Over the next 13 to 14 years, many of these bones will fuse together to form the 26 to 28 bones that make up the mature adult foot. These bones are severely impacted by restrictive shoes, and the best thing for kids, really, is to simply go without shoes. This allows the foot to develop properly and gain its full range of motion and strengthen the muscles that secure the arch and the ankle, making them strong and less prone to injury. Hard-soled shoes can atrophy the muscles of the foot by becoming a pseudo-muscle structure that can weaken feet over time. Podiatry is one of the portions of medicine where if you're not in pain you're considered healed. But just because you have no pain does not mean that your foot is healthy and strong. Often, it can mean the exact opposite. Your body does not spend resources where they are not needed. By placing your feet in cushier and cushier shoes, you can sometimes do more harm than good. When you work out, your muscles are sore the next day. When you do something strenuous, it's expected that you have a recovery time for your body to adapt to what you're doing. Walking barefoot can have a whole host of benefits that don't just apply to your feet. They can help improve sports performance. You'll develop stronger foot muscles, which will help your arches lift and reduce your chance of developing injuries like plantar fasciitis. More muscle engagement means better tone in your feet and legs. It improves circulation to your feet, which regulates body temperature and boosts overall health. Your feet will breathe, preventing conditions like fungus and athlete's foot that can develop when your feet are enclosed in warm, damp shoes or socks. It's much better for children because walking barefoot forces you to engage core muscles and land on the balls of your feet rather than the heels. It can improve posture because it's next to impossible to walk slouched when you're walking on your toes first. Because it stretches the tendons, walking barefoot can also help lessen the pain of conditions like plantar fasciitis, bunions, and hammer toe. Walking barefoot allows children's feet to grow naturally and to breathe. Most shoes made for children don't allow any kind of natural development or movement, so walking barefoot actually helps prevent gait problems as they learn how to walk. 
Grounding or earthing refers to the theory that walking barefoot increases the amount of electrons your skin absorbs from the earth. It's actually been shown in several studies to reduce blood pressure and slow heart rate. A high amount of electrons leads to a stronger immune system, increased antioxidants, and lower levels of inflammation. It's an excellent way to connect with nature and increase your emotional well-being. The way your foot strikes the ground completely changes when you become accustomed to shoes. The biggest portion of nerve endings in the foot are towards the front of the foot and in the toes. So when you strike toe first, or even with the whole front half of your foot first to the ground, your posture changes. You walk with your spine straight. When you slam your heels into the ground first, as we do since we've been walking with hard-soled shoes, you create an impact that reverberates from the heel to the ankle to the knee to the lower back into the hips and all the way up into the shoulders and into the back of the head. It's also easier to slouch when walking with your heel first. And this can create all kinds of issues over time related to knee pain, lower back pain, muscle structure issues, and spinal issues. The fact that nearly all of the foot ailments that lead us to a foot doctor in the United States can be traced back to the shoe as a primary cause is pretty amazing. Orthotics and smarter shoes are not really the answer to our foot woes. Going barefoot is. The foot is designed for standing, walking, running, bare on its own. Modern shoes with high-tech features like arch support and motion control produce deviations in the natural human gait, causing many of the foot, hip, and back problems that plague us today. Research shows that walking barefoot strengthens your feet, makes them more flexible, and improves body alignment overall. So during this spring and summer, take your shoes off, go walk in some grass, give your feet some free time to develop the necessary calluses and strength that you need to walk outside. And every time you do, remember, you are choosing your health. This has been Choose Health with Linda LaCoax. Linda is a certified holistic health coach, bend instructor, and personal trainer with Life Support Holistic Health in Cookville. She's available for your questions on Facebook and online at lifesupporthh.com.